Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to my first podcast on JV. I'm your host, Jay Vaughn, and I'm here with my guest, Josiah. Today on my podcast, we're going to be talking about Black History Month. As we all know, Black History Month was, you know, a few couple days ago, and we just want to acknowledge and embrace, like, what we have, you know, overcome and what our ancestors and what our people fought for to give us the rights and the opportunities that we have right now. So what's going on, Josiah? How you doing? Shoot, I'm doing fine today. How about you? Bro, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. All right, so as we know, as we know, Jai, like you know, um, Black History Month was literally a month ago. Not even a month ago, a couple of days ago. For sure. And today, I want to ask you, you know, like, who did you look up to during Black History? Like, who was somebody that you know inspires you? Who was somebody that you look up to? Do you have anybody that you know you want to talk about, embrace, acknowledge? I want to talk about one specific group and. The world famous African American boxer. We got Muhammad Ali, greatest world boxer of all time. Man live up to many potentials. And then we got the Black Panther group, also known as the Black Panther Party, who was a self-defensive, nonviolent group who tried to fight for our rights. All right. So I really appreciate that and also want to let you know that for my Black History, like for my Black History Month, I also want to acknowledge two brave women who, who stood out for us. And mind you, these are women for Black History. And you know how long women have been suffering longer than men. So I want to acknowledge, you know, Harriet Tubman, and I want to also acknowledge Katherine Johnson. And I also want to give a big shout out to Taraji P. Henson for actually doing a movie called Hidden Figure that portrays Katherine, um, Katherine Johnson because that movie was just spectacular and it also embraced her. You know, um, Katherine Johnson was born on August 26, 19... I'm not, I really don't remember really, but I think it was like 1923 or 1924. Yeah, I also want to acknowledge... Yeah. And she died at a year of 101 years old. That's you know, not a lot of people can live up to that age, you know? And being her and actually, you know, growing up and actually standing up for what she stood for, being a huge, big mathematician in NASA's group, you know, the first black African-American woman to ever do that. But there was also more workers over there, but they didn't have the potential that she did in that code. So, like, basically, we got to give her a big and huge shout out. And also for Harriet Tubman being one of the free, being a slave and escaping that, escaping the South to go all the way to freedom, to the free land. And then going back to free her brothers and sisters to, so, they, so that they can also be free. We also have to acknowledge that. And also those things that they have done portrayed in our life today. Like, for example, you want to bring up Muhammad Ali, right? So let's talk about Muhammad Ali. What, like, what did he do to, like, what did he do back then that impact our lives? Like, what did he stand out for in African-American history? Man, a man who was born in Louisville, Kentucky, you know, he became a boxer. He started at a young age, 12, and then at the age of 18, he started winning a gold medal of a light heavyweight division in 1960. That's impactful because he was at a young age, started something he actually liked it. But it was more to boxing in his life. It was also how he became Muslim back in 1961. Yeah, 
I also want to acknowledge that you're also you're also part Muslim, so I can see why you brought up Muhammad Ali, but that's not the point. But yeah. another thing is that you are correct that he actually, you know, at a very young age, he was the first, you know, African American boxer to actually win three, three heavyweight championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and this is the most impactful part, minus the boxing. He also refused to drive to be in the military, citing his religious beliefs and ethnical oppositions to the Vietnam War. He was also found guilty of the draft division, so he had to face five years in prison and was stripped of his boxing title. Now, I actually felt bad for that because the man wanted to be citing his religious beliefs, but they weren't accepted just because he refused to be in the military. And I feel like that was wrong and he has to face five years in prison. Yeah, that's that's also, sorry for cutting you off, but that's also really impactful because being an African-American, we all know that back in the day, once you get drafted to go to war, and mind you, they were going to war with Vietnam. And going to war and not, and going to war, that was really, you know, hurtful. That was really like, we don't want to do that. We don't want to be there. We don't want to be at the point where we have to lose our lives or something we don't want to fight for. We love our country, but we don't want to do something that we know that will take our lives from us. And mind you, we lost that war. We lost that war with Vietnam. And um, that is like hurtful because why would you send a boxer, not even a boxer, we just don't say an African-American male out there when he does not want to be drafted and he has to face five years in prison. And then he has to talk about all those things that he had to overcome. And you know, mind you, now we have our amendments. And now we don't have to go to jail just because we don't want to go to war. We don't have to get we don't have to get drafted or nothing like that. Right. And that's how times changed. So he did a racial pride movement for African Americans during the civil rights movement and yeah. throughout his career. Because after he was in prison, he had fought in four years and lost his periodic time as a performance as an athlete, but he still got education in his mind. So he wouldn't let this happen to him like that. And that's where he he started the movement, just like his former mentor, Malcolm X. Racial racial integration. Exactly. Also, you also mentioned um, Black Panther, you know, an actor who passed away from cancer, you know? That was a heartbreaking time because I remember we was in the car that night and, um, you know, playing basketball. And then, you know, Cam got the news about um, from Morgan when he was driving. And then she mentioned that one of the Marvel superheroes passed away. And I was shocked because I wanted to know who. And I prayed it wasn't Chadwick Boseman. So then when I heard the news, because I noticed something wrong with Chadwick Boseman because he was looking skinnier time by time. And I think we all noticed that, you know. And you know, being a Howard, you know, a Howard University uh, University graduate and everything, and that's actually one of my favorite, like, one of my favorite schools, and actually one of the favorite schools where my favorite actors and actresses came from, like Taraji P Henson. And um, having Chadwick Boseman pass away from that, passing away from cancer, is just some something different, you know. <clears throat> it's also sad because um, this mm-hmm. man was suffering from the cancer, but also got made fun of just because of his weight loss. 
now when he disappeared, everybody just start, start feeling bad. I feel like they was wrong for doing that in the beginning and trying to like bring hopes up for him next time. He was also one of my favorite African American superheroes, you feel me? Like, you know. So what do you think um, Chadwick Boseman do for, um, you know, black his- African American history? Like what, like being Black Panther, what do you think he portrayed to, th- to that timeline in our history? Like, what do you think he did? What do you think was his movement? I think his movement was to show people they're not afraid of anything. They also have a balanced leader to help them, guide them to a better lifespan in their own land, on their own hidden land that they never knew about, nobody never knew about. It's also a cultural significance and organizations that also help them to get along help others out, help each other out, and protect each other from outsiders. Right. Mm-hmm. Can mind you, like, our history as African Americans, we went through a lot. We suffered. We played a big role just so that we can survive. Yep. It, was, it wasn't really easy, you know? And now looking at the life we have now and like looking at how everything is different from back then. I just want to say that I'm thankful for what our ancestors did, you know, what they've done to like give us an opportunity to actually be free. And that's what we have to celebrate their importance and their significance for that month, because we know what they truly did for us. You know, we have to acknowledge that. And then we also have the, um, Black Lives Matter movement, remember in the summertime when we um, heard about George Floyd um, being murdered and being, um, you know, kneed down by a cop, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, remember that situation? And then other people. Exactly. We have to also note that that was also a big movement in African-American history because Black Lives Matter was to prove basically that we want to end racism. And let me say, racism is not just going to end just like that of a snap of a finger. It really is not. We have to keep fighting. We don't have to. We don't have to fight. We have to speak. We have a voice. Everybody has a voice. We have our amendments. Nobody can take that away from you. Yep. And here's another but, person who also mentions about a lot of racism. Um, the famous comedian Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I remember also that he also created a comedy, like you know, a comedy skit about um, being white when he was when he was like a blind black man, but he thought he was white, which was really you know ridiculous. <laughs> I really found that funny. Yeah, and, um, stuff yeah. Funny, was... But when you really think about it, most of the stuff be true. All he be saying. Exactly, most of the stuff do be true. And I also want <clears throat> he did walked out out of Hollywood because of one thing he didn't feel uncomfortable with. It was like a racial joke that he actually laughed at, but he really didn't feel comfortable about it on his show. Right. Because he was going to get recast and have white women in it, but he's going to have racial jokes. So he walked out of $5 million. And people thought he was crazy for doing that, but... Yeah, people did think he was crazy. On doing that. So as he got older, 
when he started comedian, he didn't yell at the people. He just educate them. And then they will learn from their mistakes. If they say sorry at the end, they won't do it again. Yeah. But with all the, you know, things that were going on with Black Lives Matter, we also have to realize that I felt like it wasn't a failed movement, but it was something that we had to speak on because that is a big tie to African-American history. Even though that we were trying to fix what started years ago and have a big turnaround and actually have everybody to be free, um, there was a lot of crimes going on, burglary, you know, vandalism going on at those times and as African Americans we should be you know controlling ourselves because we don't want to portray ourselves as the you know evil people like you know the monsters that we used to like how the white men used to call us like monsters like you know big names that were degrading hurtful like we didn't I, we we didn't like deserve to be called those type of names and terms and it was just hurtful mm-hmm. also what uh, we could also talk about um how um Barack Obama became the first African American president of our nation. Big salute to Barack Obama and for serving his eight years because as African Americans I felt like that was the point of our time that we won. Mm-hmm. I felt happy that day when he came president. And um <clears throat> Yeah. Did you also hear um, Joyner Lucas' um, album, I'm Not Racist? I'm not. And there was a video of a white man and a black man arguing. And then the white man was screaming at the black man, calling him the grating name, calling him, you know, all these other terms and disbeliefs and all these nasty, you know. It's crazy, you know. It's crazy. And... There was also a line where, um, in the rap, in the lyric of Jonah Lucas, it said, "How I believe I don't really remember what he said, but I believe I do remember this part saying why he took a black man out of the office and took a, to put a cracker back. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Cause mind you, everything, well, everything. Let me tell you something. The world is never peaceful. Yeah, it's, it's never peaceful. It's only." boundaries of how bad the world is or how good exactly and um most part of the worlds they got the most bad and less good some of the worlds got more good and less bad Mm -hmm. but at least everything was you know great and everything was more you know better back then Mm -hmm. like like other states like let's say Chicago for example. Uh-huh. Back in the days. Shit. So you got anything else to say? Yeah, yeah. Um also um, also you got Chicago back got in the Chicago days. back in the days. They were way worse. They were way worse right now. They're right now. And I'm surprised, and like, I'm surprised, like, one of the celebrities, one of the celebrities actually made it, actually made it out of there. But for example, but for example, famous basketball player, famous basketball player, like, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, Michael Jordan. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, Jordan, my favorite basketball player. You know, you know, he won all rings, won all rings, won a lot of championships. He won six championships and never oh, lost. That's for oh. sure. That's for sure. Even though he never, made, even though he never, made, even though he never made it, he never made it. Basketball team, basketball team. Yes, made, yes, made, big league. Major big league. Major big league. And he walked out. He walked out. Let's go. Let's go. As he should. All right. Well, that's going to do all for today. Um, Thanks, John, no for being here. Chief. No problem, Chief. All right, bro. Thank you for, thank you for listening, and you I hope too, you have bro. a good day, bro. You too, bro.